Very good morning, everyone. Tuesday, last day of January, January 31. This is the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio. And wherever you are listening, a very good morning to you. And last night we saw Steve Smith win the Allen Border Medal for the fourth time and Beth Mooney, the Belinda Clark Award for the second time at Cricket Australia's annual awards. It was confirmed yesterday that Graham Arnold has been given a four-year extension there at the Socceroos. Plenty of footy news. A month out from the start of the new season or just over a month out from the start of season 2023 as well. The CBA uh, on the back pages of the papers, the dispute between the Players Association and Andrew Abdo and uh, is hitting back there. Uh, the PR war really uh, swings and roundabouts as far as that is concerned. Uh, it was confirmed, as Buzz indicated yesterday, uh, Mitch Moses won't be going to the Dogs, it appears. So does he re-sign with the Eels for next season? Or... Could the Tigers yet make a late play again there? Pup, morning to you. So uh, Steve Smith joins your good self and Ricky Ponting with four AB medals last night. Yeah, morning, boys. Morning to our listeners. Congratulations to all the winners last night. Um, Some great achievements this year from both the men's and women's uh, Aussie teams. Um, But domestically as well, a lot of of people doing good things and standing up and uh, scoring plenty of runs, taking plenty of wickets. But yeah, Smitty, another one. Wonderful season um, in all formats. Really, he didn't get much of a crack in 2020, but I think he's, you know, his performances in one-day cricket and Test cricket have, have been phenomenal now over a long period of time. So, congrats to him. Um, I got a funny feeling that won't be the last time you see him standing on that stage receiving the Allen Border Medal. He's still got plenty of runs left in him, but. Um, yeah, I think to, to all the guys. Again, on uh, at the end of a season, when there's individual accolades and awards like that, it's um, it's very nice, and I think the players do appreciate it. But I think right now, certainly the men's team, they will be very focused on what's about to go down in India. They mm. know they're in for a extremely tough series um, with a lack of preparation uh, in regards to playing in those conditions. So they've now got a week and a half to get themselves right and ready to to get out there and try and beat India in India, which would be a fantastic um, victory. If we can win over there, that, that that's huge. Off today, aren't we? Over to yep. the subcontinent. So huge. Can't wait for it. Thursday week, the first test. Morning, Loza. Morning, gentlemen. How are we? Yeah, outstanding. Morning, everyone. Tough yeah. night in the Daily Household last night. Well, you were just filling us in on uh, mm. the happenings on a certain TV show. So tell us about the tough night. What, what was going well, I'll on? I'll tell you the tough night. Three of my favourite shows. We're all on at the same time. Oof. So I've got Maths, Married at First Sight, Australian Idol, and Survivor. The thing is, Heroes going, and so villains. Just go back. Three of your favourite shows you yes. just said. Yeah. So you are a reality TV junkie. Love it. Is Australian oh Idol, gosh. is that just back this it's year? It's new. I, I, yeah. Usually I like, oh, what's the now, voice? But Australian Idol's been off the scene. See. But I, I, I like Kyle. Well, the thing Cole's is, on there this year with He's Australian a, Idol that I remember back in the day when it was like on 20, what, mm. 20 years ago. Mm. Marsha was Hines and the best part about it was when they showed the people who thought they were good mm. yeah. that are as good as us. Mm. Yeah, singing and, the shower and, and yeah, or in and, the car with the music turned Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, do, are they showing like because the voice in that? They're, they're all the people who are, you know, are okay and decent. Yeah, they showed were trying people to get last night that were knocked back. Now, I must say, yeah, my good. number one preference was math. So I was, 
I was Glued. a stickler for, for, for maths. So in the ad break, I had to turn over. But they're okay. smart, you know, TV stations. All off at the same because time. Because they all go off nearly yeah. at the same time. So you don't get a decent look at what's actually happening. Okay. But maths is exciting, boys. Dramas? There's dramas straight away. <laughs> what a shock. Dramas straight away. Can't watch I'll fill you in later honestly. in the program, but I'm telling you, can't can't great show. So I've got the other two taped. Great show. You've, There's that word again, Mido. Great, do you reckon? Yeah, it is. Hang on. Not good, it's great. It's great. Are you telling oh me my God. that you're going to go back and watch the other two shows today? Today I will, yes. Oh, you need a job. <laughs> Get off the couch. You can't be recording I will be watching Survivor yes. and Australian Idol. 100%. You've recorded them both. Now yep. today, there's your day locked in. That's my day locked in. And it's raining outside, so it's beautiful. I won't get accused of being... What lonely. does the wife do while you're sitting on the couch watching the reruns? Oh, she'd be just... Well, she hasn't... Well, usually I don't do it. Usually I, I, I do watch one or the other. Well, the, to... the Idol's never been on the same time as Survivor. So is, uh, with these three shows, are they on every night of the week, a handful of nights of the week, one night of the week? So no, you're no, have, no, it sounds question. like you're going to have this issue for good, the next... No, no, no. Good question. They usually run from... Monday or Sunday to, to Wednesday. Okay, so what are you going to do? Because the next oh, two yeah. nights, for example, you're going to have to keep I recording. Tape, yeah, I will tape them all. <laughs> I won't miss a show. There's no way in the world I'll miss a show. Why don't you go on one of these? Well, you can't go on Married at First Sight. You no. can't go on Australian Idol. You can do Survivor. Survivor would be my ultimate. Why don't you give it a go? I'd be conniving. On what about show. the jungle one? Would you go into the jungle? No, you don't do anything on that one. Oh, you got it. Like... Get buried with yeah, snakes you get and challenges, but eat a bit of stuff. Yeah. Would you do that one? Uh, no, nah, probably not. But you do survive. Yeah, too boring for me. But the, the Survivor one, I think, would be good. There we go. Now we're talking. Yeah. What channel is Survivor? 10. Channel 10. Someone's listening. Mm. Get him on there next year. L Daily. Survivor. Is that a new T-shirt, by the way? I don't think you've ever worn that one before. Because uh, when you make a change, it's... It's noticed. Yeah, got it out well, of his just, no, I was throwing some gear out, and then I found it, and I said, well, I'm yeah. going to keep this one. That Vintage. Mm. Suits you. Does it? Mm. Well, thanks, boys, because no, I no just worries. go straight to the gym after training, so <laughs> no, after um, after work. Something Good. you should do, Mitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, been a big summer. Uh, Sorry, been a big summer. <laughs> <laughs> been a big summer running into people at the cricket. Mm. Anyway, uh, we got an Aussie in the Super Bowl. Jordan Mylata. Mm. What a story it is too. So Philadelphia uh, to play the Kansas City Chiefs in a couple of Mondays time, our time. We're going to be at the Stain, by the way, in Manly that day. Uh, Super Bowl party there. So looking forward to that. But to Philadelphia, Kansas City, early betting move to Jordan Mylata and his side. Actually, I found, uh, I was just looking through because he played for South. So Bankstown boy, um, I think he played under 18s in the for the Dogs, or at least with an affiliate of the Dogs, and then played Toyota Cup, the old under twenties comp with the Bunnies in 2017. I found a team list last night when they played in May 2017 against the Tigers. I, I, the first thing I looked at was who was the fullback for that Tigers side in under twenties, Ryan Pappenhausen. <laughs> yeah, but there he is on the bench. In a bunny side that had the likes of Keon Kolomatangi uh, was in that side. So here he is now. And last year he signed a $64 million deal mm. US uh, as he extended his time there at the Eagles as their starting left tackle. And left tackle, for those who don't really watch a lot of the NFL, 
basically the job is to protect the quarterback and create gaps, I guess, for your running backs to hopefully uh, make some yards. But to protect your most important asset is his number one job, the quarterback, and he's a gun. He certainly is. Uh, movie, uh, Blindside, Michael Bowl, wasn't mm. it? Was that his name, Michael Bowl? The Blindside. Yeah, it was a movie oh, based yes. on great, his great life. Film. Yeah, great film. Um, it's about the uh, the left tackle and how his job is to protect the quarterback. But oh, oh, look, he's 166 kilos. I read somewhere. That's massive. Massive unit. But he, he looks fit. Yeah, he does look fit. And he was emotional after the game yesterday. Yeah. They qualified for the uh, Super Bowl. And he, he said that the first time he'd heard of the Super Bowl, he was watching it back in 2013. And uh, But he, he wasn't watching the game. He saw the concert at halftime yeah. that Beyonce was playing. <laughs> so he gave a shout-out to Beyonce. But he can join Jesse Williams because Jesse Williams played for the Seahawks, I think, in 2013. He didn't yeah. play in the game, though. No, but he's yeah, on the squad. He's on the squad, yeah. So he is a Super Bowl winner. Hmm. So he could join the likes of uh, him, win a Super Bowl, and possibly, um, yeah, be, be one of our, our, great, our great sporting exports. It's a great story. Uh, so the market as it stands, Philly are $1.74 with Tab, Kansas City $2.10. And the line is a flat two, Eagles the minus. And there's already uh, a couple of novelty markets there. The good old Gatorade market's up. What colour will uh, be thrown on the coach? So orange is the $2.50 favourite from yellow and green at $3. Clears $5 along with blue. Red's $8. I think it's the value play, Loss. Get on the red Gatorade. You just took the words out of my mouth because I was thinking <laughs> it's been played in Arizona. Arizona colours, they're red. Oh, there's a little theory. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Let's go with the red gator. Okay. But I'll probably have a little bit of a play in those novelty yeah. markets. I don't That's mind what it's doing it. all about. It. It's called novelty for a reason. That's exactly right. So we're at the Stain Hotel. Correct. In Manly. Yeah. What a great spot that is. We were there for the World Cup Open. Yeah, that's yeah, when you walked awesome. across the road. <laughs> and worked and out I want to live on the beach. a yeah. real epiphany going, <laughs> think I want to live on the beach. I'm going to take my swimmers. This time around, and I'm going to go for a swim straight after the show. There I'll come you with you. So you come with me, Mido. Dickies, togs, boardies. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't really I want to know. No, I'm glad. I just wanted to make sure. After the swim, where are you going to go? Back into the pub or home? Well, that was a That's dilemma that I'm we're facing, to, huh? and I put it to Mr. Middleton yesterday. Do you know what, Loz? Mm. I'm with you. We're staying. We're going to stay. Yeah. So back into the pub. Yeah. Well, I, I asked yesterday. I said, "What are you? What are your plans? What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. And we we're unsure yesterday. Yeah. So can I ask why all of a sudden? Oh, because is, is that a night? But, no, no, you're more. Is that a night off? He didn't drink yeah. last oh, night, right. so he's ready to go again. Yeah. <laughs> because well, you're steadfast, then he's going. Nah. We're staying. Yeah, it's a Whereas Monday, yesterday, he's got work. You were umming and ahhing. Well, it's a well, home game for me because oh, I just live up the hill, around the corner. So yeah, I'm I'm cool. I'm in. Right. Done. It's one of the great days now, isn't it, though? Super Bowl Monday. I tell you what, a lot of people get into it, Mitter. Yeah. More, more people, and more. Yes. More people than Well, more any people. excuse. Do you know the amount of times over our break, and, you know, we have a lot of those days on <laughs> this boxing day, I think mm. I was sitting there, and I think my old man said to me, he said, oh, do you want to have a beer? And I looked, I was like, it's 
quarter to 12. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And the first person I thought of was you. I was like, Loz would be having the well, same need, thought. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 You don't need much of an excuse, do you? Just Someone's just got to throw it out there. Especially and then if like other that. people are doing it, you don't feel as guilty. It's like when you're eating chocolate at home. You, yeah. I, I make other people eat it because then I don't feel as guilty. I don't feel guilty one bit. Yeah, but you've got nothing on Peanut you. Peanut M&M's last night. Oof. On the couch with my daughter. Yeah. Watching Mate, a movie. you've got nothing. You've... Yeah, come what on. What do you mean? You need... Well, you've got no fat. Mate, are you joking? I just have you to train, nothing. mate. Burn it off. Put it in, burn it off. Mm. But the problem with me, if I eat chocolate, I, I think I've said before, I can't stop. Mm. Yeah, Anything sweet, I've just got to keep going till I finish it. Yeah. Do the whole tub Get of to ice cream in one go. Yep. That's the way to do it. I agree. And as John from Moorbank points out on the text line, Mido, pretty sure he played for Bankstown Bulls in the Canterbury Juniors. Yep, you're right there, John. So Jordan Mylata, well-featured uh, front and uh, back pages or in the pages of the papers today. Uh, front page of the Herald, $64 million gentle giant from Bankstown is the headline there. And... Uh, He's also on the back page of the Herald as well, from Bankstown Bulls to the Super Bowl. So there you go, John. Um, but, uh, yeah, there he will be for the Philadelphia Eagles in a couple of weeks' time in uh, the, well, the greatest show in sport, really, the Super Bowl. Uh, now, also on the back page of the telly today, here we go. Uh, we are not the enemy is the headline here. Crunch time in civil war. Abdo to address disgruntled players. Misinformation has caused trust issues. So the PR war continues. Uh, it's also front page of the Herald as well. Abdo fires shot over NRL dispute. And uh, the Herald saying here, well, Abdo's speaking. And uh, one of his quotes is, the compromise has been one-sided. Uh, Clint Newton, who we spoke to last week, hit back, lamenting why the ARLC refuses to get in a room together and work through line by line in the agreement. So sort of indicating that this is being done, you know, from a distance, I guess, emails, etc. cetera. Uh, and uh, uh, that's the way they've got to do it, don't they? Now, surely, Loz, you've got to get in a room and it looks like they've got three days of talks ahead of us. Yeah, look, I, I think it will get done, but I'm unsure of whether both parties are willing to give up some things to get it done. That's where we're at at the moment. And if that's the case, then I think this playing group is pretty strong in what they want want to do and what they believe in. And um, it's going to be, you know, who's, who's calling each other's bluff here? Mm. Uh, because it doesn't seem as though both are backing down. And it's hard to get a deal done if you're not in the room with someone. Because I think that the easier way to do it is to get into that room and yeah. and get, get, get a deal done. So I'm hoping that, that it will. But both parties are going to have to give and take. You know, the players aren't going to get everything that they're after and they might have to concede the NRL on some of the things that they're non-negotiable on. But for everyone's sake, you just hope that they get in a room, they sort it out and we can stop talking about it. Uh, back page of the Herald, Benji Pep Talk convinced Brooks to stay at Tigers is the headline there. So this article saying that, well, Luke Brooks... As we did ponder what his future would look like at the back end of last year, he said, uh, well, he was uh, ready to go. He felt like he needed a change, he's told the Herald in this article. But uh, just a couple of weeks before he came back to pre-season, sat down with Benji and Benji convinced him that uh, he should stay. And, uh, well, with Jackson Hastings moving on, he's well entrenched to be there 
uh, round one, although I see he's got a calf strain. So it looks like he will be sitting out at least the first trial. But he's also spoken to Mitch Moses, selling the club to him, noting how much it's changed. So you do wonder whether the Tigers could swoop late there and uh, pinch Mitch Moses going forward. But I think Parra's in the box seat, as uh, Buzz alluded to yesterday there as well, Loz. Well, you look at Parramatta and what they've been able to do over the last few seasons. They've been highly competitive. You've got the Tigers who are on the rise. They've recruited really well. Um, it'll be up to Mitch because financially, I suppose, both clubs would be around the same amount of money. Possibly the Tigers will pay a bit more. And you've just got to work out where you're going to have the best chance of success. Is it going to be with the Tigers? Are, are they going to impress you enough with their roster and their list to say that, you know what, this is where the good times are about to happen? A Parramatta passed that premiership window. Um, you know, they started to, to lose a couple of players at the end of last season. Uh, they come into this year with a few question marks hanging over them. Uh, two of those question marks were their halves coming off contract. Now, Dylan Brown has signed, but Mitch Moses remains unsigned. But if they can re-sign Moses, um, that would be a big feather in their cap. It just will tell a lot of players or a lot of people out there that he believes that Parramatta have still got a number of good years left in them. Okay, we've got, uh, we're have got we going to do a preview of the Warriors soon as we continue our NRL season previews. But uh, just... Uh in the golf last night, I just saw that uh, Rory McIlroy won the Dubai Desert Classic and uh, courtesy of a, a birdie on the final hole uh, there, which ensured that he beat Patrick Reed, who, of course, flicked the tee at him. Uh, we've got a bit of a dispute going on there. Uh, the live player, Patrick Reed, and, of course, Rory McIlroy, we know, is the staunch establishment fan, I guess you could say. So he's one by one shot, the Northern Irishman, there at the Dubai Desert Classic last night. And Lucas Herbert finished third, the Aussie. So three shots off the pace. Minwoo Lee, 11 under par. So he's finished eight shots off the pace uh, there last night. Just on the text line, morning Clarky Loz Mido. Big shout out to the Red Nose Muscle Rowers, all female surfboat crew, attempting to cross Bass Strait Sunday. Uh, they're leaving Welshpool, Victoria. They're raising money for Red Nose. Follow and support them on the Red Nose site or Muscle Rowers Facebook site. Regards, Polly. Thanks for pointing that out. So we love these sort of uh, things that people do to raise money for charity. These amazing, well, amazingly difficult challenges. Sur- a surf boat crew going across Bass Strait. Now think about when they get sort of in the middle of Bass Strait there. When you see in Clarkie, I mean, you, but when you did the city to Hobart, you yeah. didn't make it, did you, to Bastrade? Or did you? Did no, you, ha- you we, have completed one, no, didn't you? Or no, we pulled out, pulled out of Eden, not or far from Bastrade. Yeah. We had to make a call then because we had a crack in the hull. They had to mm. make a call: is it safe to cross Bastrade? And they pulled out because of the conditions. And that's in a you know a yacht, a foot. sailing boat. This is in a surfboat. Yeah, no thanks. Imagine some of the conditions they're going, <laughs> they're no, going to encounter. So uh, good luck to all involved there. Outstanding stuff. Um, now, on the Cricket Australia Awards last night, how did Marcus Stoinis get best Aussie T20 player? Played one good innings against Sri Lanka in the World Cup. That's it. Zampa should have won it. May as well have given it to Billy Slater, says Herman Munster. Uh, sending that one through. Well, I haven't seen all the stats with the T20 uh, internationals. But Zampa certainly in one day internationals uh, had a very good year for Australia. Uh there was some talk, Clarky, that he should have been in the test squad for the India series. 
and given a crack and he wants to play eventually Test Cricket for Australia. And, of course, they've gone with the debutant, Todd Murphy, along with Agar, uh, Swepson and Nathan Lyon. But uh, has, he got, has he got it, the ability to play Test level at all, Zampa, do you think? Or is it the, you probably go, you're probably going to pick the, the Victorian off he is a development player on this squad. Uh, Todd Murphy, but uh, oh, I know you've always uh, yeah. been an Agar fan. And let's mm. face it, Swepson uh, played in Pakistan last year yeah. along with Lyon. I think Swepson's in front of him as a leg spinner, but very different bowls. I don't think you can say no to anyone. I don't think you can put that that pen through anyone. So Zamps has done very well in, in T20 cricket and one-day cricket. Very different bowler to Swepson, though. He's very accurate. He attacks the stumps. Um, he doesn't spin the ball um, that much. So I think in test cricket, he'd certainly find it harder than one-day cricket and 2020 cricket because the batter can sit and defend, defend, defend until you get a bad ball, you know, um, be a lot more patient. In one-day cricket, and especially 2020 cricket, you've got to look to take the bowls on. Um, so, yeah, look, I'd never say never. But, yeah, I, 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 think, I think there's three options. Certainly, they're, they're top three options in Nathan Lyon, Ashton Agar, and Swepson. I think uh, I think they're, they're a good three to take to India. Uh, I would be pushing towards Lyon and Agar, uh, assuming conditions are what they normally are in India, because I think that, you know, left arm orthodox, quite fast, in at the stumps, natural variation off the pitch. Um, I think Ashton can play the same role as Jadeja does for, mm. for India. So he's only just come back, Jadeja. I think he got seven wickets in his first game back in a, in a domestic, like, like their Sheffield Shield cricket. So his record over there is phenomenal. So I, I think those two, Nathan Lyon and Ashton Agar, could do a great job. As you say, he swept some bold in, in Pakistan and did reasonably well. So, yeah, it's hard on Zamps because he's done well in the short form, but... Um, I think we've seen that a lot through people's careers as well. Look, the one who stands out for me is Michael Bevan. Michael Bevan could have played any form of the game. He was an absolute genius, but he had that rubber stamp of short-form player put on him. So hopefully that's not the case for Adam Zamper. And, you know, if there's an injury or something happens, he's he's still in contention. But um, I can understand why they've gone for the three in front of him on this on this tour. And then yeah, the fourth is a is a it's a development pick in my opinion. Just on the tour overall to India, my fear is we to win over there we need everything to go right, don't yep. we? I mean in two thousand and four everything yep. went right. Yeah. Here we are going into the first test with Cameron Green probably not going to bowl. <sighs> yeah, hard. And Mitchell Starks injured at the moment yep. as well. I mean, we're probably only going to pick two frontline quicks anyway, but it will also have the insurance of having Green as an all-rounder. Yeah, and, and I think Starkey, if everyone's fully fit, I think Starkey would be the, that. I think they would take Mitchell Stark and Pat Cummins, like mm. we've seen, if they were fully fit as your front two, because you've got variation. You've got a right armour, a left armour, two very different bowlers. You don't get much out of the pitches in India as a quick, so you need to try and do it through the air. So natural swing with a brand new ball, important. And then reverse swing with an old ball, important. You don't get much seam. Um, and that's what Josh Hazelwood does so well. He hits a good length. He can seam the ball. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I, I think Cameron Green's a massive loss. If he's not batting and bowling, I think that's huge um, for Australia because, you know, if he plays, bats number six and bowls, then you can go two legitimate quicks, two legitimate all-round uh, spinners, Cameron Green, and then use the 
some of the batters as part-timers. I think I think that would have been a, a really good attack for those conditions. But if he can't bowl, it's going to be interesting to see. Do they stick with him just as a batter? Do they bring in another all-rounder? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what they're thinking, to be honest. Okay, we're going to preview the Warriors for season 2023. And uh, as far as the tab odds are concerned, for the Premiership, they're $51. And they're $6 to make the top eight. In the most losses market, they're on the third line of betting at $6.50. Only the Dolphins and Newcastle are shorter in betting there in the most losses market. As far as player gains are concerned, some decent gains. Murata Niakore from Parramatta. Uh, Luke Metcalf from Cronulla. Dylan Walker from Manly. They've got Mitch Barnett from Newcastle. Chance Nickel Clustar from the Raiders. Tomorrow Martin from Brisbane. And uh, their losses, well, uh, Matt Lodge, who uh, went to the Roosters uh, late last year, of course. Ewan Aitken's gone to the Dolphins. Reese Walsh is the big loss there, going back to Brisbane. Uh, Jack Murchie's gone to Parramatta. Ben Murdoch Masilla's gone to St. George Illawarra. Uh, Harris Tavita uh, not playing this year amongst those to leave the club. So how are they looking under a new coach as well in Andrew Webster laws? Some of those pickups are, are decent. Yeah, I think some of the clubs down the bottom end of the table from last season, you know, have recruited quite well. And I think the Warriors are one of those teams. You know, they've bought experienced players. You've got uh, Nickel Klukstad um, coming into the team, near Cora coming in, uh, Dylan Walker, I think, uh, Played really well when he started to find a home as that 13 for the um, Manly side last year or coming off the interchange bench and playing through the middle. I, I think that really suited him. Um, when you look at how many wins they had last year, they only had six wins. And I think they can beat that this season. Um, they're back at home, which is a big advantage to them. The last two years they've played away from home and we know the Warriors have massive support over there in New Zealand. So I'm expecting them to win more than six games. I don't expect them to play finals football. The big one for me will be the style of footy that the Warriors look to play because Andrew Webster has spent time in the Penrith system. And this probably is, goes... Well, I'm probably thinking the same with Canterbury as well, with Cameron Torello coming out of that Penrith system. What type of footy do they play? Do they play a similar style or do they put their own mark on this footy team. Because when you look at successful assistant coaches coming out of successful footy programs, and if you use the Melbourne Storm, for example, a lot of those assistants haven't had the success when they've tried to implement the same style Mm. at clubs. And you've got to take into consideration at Melbourne, you had Slater, Cronk, Smith. And coaches would go to other organisations and try and do the same thing. But they were not Cronk, Slater, Smith in their Mm. squad. And if they didn't adjust, they got found out. So I'm hoping that he brings his own style. I look at their forward pack and I see that being their strength. Um, I mentioned Nia Corey. You've got Tohu Harris, who's a very good player. Young Josh Curran had a breakout season last year. They picked up Mitch Barnett from the Warriors. For Newell Blake on his day, he's arguably the best front rower in the game. Um, and young Wade Egan, I, th- I think he's got some nice creativity around dummy half. So I think their forwards will be strong. Um, I don't know much about this Luke Medcalf, but there has been a rap on him now for the last couple of years, and I think he gets an opportunity. Um, but 
Sean Johnson will be the man under pressure because oh. he's just been too inconsistent and is his best past him? That's the big question mark. But he can also play a role, if it is, being able to mentor uh, some of these young players. And they have picked up Tamare Martin, who actually came back from a very significant head injury mm. and played some really good football for the Broncos last season. And he did it more so at fullback, fullback for them. Yeah. Uh, but he is in the... Well, he, he possibly will be in the front line if he's going to be in this starting 13. So... Um, you know, you've got Johnson and T- Tamari Martin on an edge, and that'll be a place where a lot of sides will like to attack down both their edges because they're not overly big men. Um, but for me, the Warriors have to improve their defence. I think last year, on average, I think it was around nearly 30 points a game they were conceding. So you're not going to win many, many games if you're doing that. So that's an area that they need to pick up. We all know they've got a lot of creativity in their team. They've got players that can offload the football and they can score points at times. But it's just defensively, when you get into a bit of a grind, the Warriors traditionally haven't been able to stay in that grind. And in particular over the last couple of years. So if they can improve their defence, I think they win more than six games. But I don't think it'll be enough to get them into the finals. Dylan Walker, do you play him in that utility role? Or do you think you should start? Good question. Depends what they're, what they're going to do with Tohu Harris. Mm-hmm. If they're going to play Tohu Harris through the middle, you probably go, well, Fanua Blake's going to start up front. Um, and then you've got either a Bunty Afoa or a Tohu Harris that could play as that tight. And then you could put Dylan Walker in as your 13. I like a creative number 13. But you've got to have that right balance between able to show and dig into the line. You can't be just a ball player as a 13. I, I don't think. Mm. You need to be able to have a number of carries every couple of sets. You know, you've got to be able to get your hands on the football. You've got to be pass, pass and create when the opportunity is there. But you've got to also get over the advantage line and start to get a bit of momentum for your team, get a quick play of the ball and so forth. So I, I think they'll just suck it and see, I, I reckon, the Warriors. I think they'll probably start with Walker coming off the interchange bench, but you've got another guy there like Jazz Tavunga who can start and play 13. So they've got some options, and you've got to have depth. And they look as though they've got a bit of depth with their forwards. Outside backs, there's a lot of unknowns because there's a lot of young players. And some of these young players might just jump out of the ground. Mm. And we, we know with these Warriors players, they can do that. Just great to see stability as far as their location at back at the club, yeah. back at home, of yeah. course. Because, yeah, last year they did the whole preseason up on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, yeah, they? yeah. They only went home. And, and they didn't relocate home last that's, year. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. No, they just started they playing some, playing home, some games, home games. That's right. Yeah. And they, I think they stayed over there if they had two in a row. Um, mm. But they played uh, a couple of games there. But for me, look, this Warriors team, they're, they're building, they've got. A couple of games in the opening four weeks of the comp that they can win. You know, you look at the Knights. You know, they're a chance of winning that one. You, you know, Roosters, Cowboys away, they'll be difficult. But then they get the Bulldogs back at home. Um, so they, they're a chance of winning winning that game. But for, for me, I, I just look at this Warriors team. They still need to get um, a few more key players. They need, you know, another strike centre. They, they need stability around the halves because with Tamari Martin and Sean Johnson, are you going to be sure that that is going to be your halves that you'll use all the way through the season? And when I look at that, I'll go, no. Mm. And that's a worry. That's a concern for me. When you look at your team, 
and you're unsure of what your six and seven will be throughout the year. You know that that might be the start of the season, but are you confident that they'll be there after round 10? And I don't, I don't think they are. I think they'll just wait and see how they go. Give us a, give us a call, 13.53.53. A few texts here about the NFL yesterday. Morty Jen's still feeling sick about how the Bengals were officiated. It was clear to even the fair, the fair with the fan that the NFL wanted the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, says Jimmy at Mudgy. Yep, there's a few conspiracy theories around that for sure. They were hard done by, though. Oh, they, they were hosed. Unfortunately, though, the last play of the game, well, second last play of the game. Yeah, offside made a mistake. Yes. Yep. When he touched the quarterback, Mahomes. Quarterback was just was, going out of bounds. He was out of bounds. Leave him. Leave him and the game would have oh. been over. And it would have went into extra time. Yep. But instead, he pushed him, mm. fell over. I think it was a 15-yard penalty. Yeah, got to be in field goal range. Yep, and away they went. Yeah, I Eight doubt the kicker would have made that. No, he wouldn't have. Mm. Oh, well, I don't think so. Because mm. they were saying where he needed to be yep. for his longest kick. Did you see the vision, Loz? One of his teammates, when they were walking back into the locker room, did yell out, why did he touch the quarterback? Oh. So, yeah, the frustration there for yeah. And the guy that for everyone pushed him, he had a really good game too. Awesome. I can't remember his name, but he, he had a really yeah. good game. Osai. Osai, that's his name. Yeah. Uh, boys, are you doing an OB Super Bowl Monday? We sure are at the Stain Hotel in Manly. Looking forward to it. And a text here is Dick on again this morning. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, One of his thoughts on the refereeing yesterday completely ruined the AFC Championship, says Baddick sending that one through. We'll have Dick on tomorrow. The Eagles will dominate the Super Bowl, says the factor. And they're two-point favourites at the line as it stands. We've got uh, Daniel on the line. G'day, Daniel. How are you? Morning, boys. Good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, really well, thanks. What have you got for us this morning? Uh, I just want to... um... Uh, wish Cody Ramsey all the best in regards to his recovery. Uh, mm. I mean, it's a um, pretty crap disease, pardon the pun, but I've got it as well. Um, okay, so it's a new, well, I'm really sorry to hear that, Daniel, but it's an inflamed bowel, basically, isn't it? Yeah, so mine stems from arthritis, which is obviously okay. inflammation of the joint. Um, and then, yeah, it's an inflammation of the bowel. And he's obviously got it pretty seriously to have surgery. I fortunately wasn't. Uh, down that path, I was stopped just before on on medicine. But to, I, I think he'll be lucky to play again, to be honest, because it, it just knocks you around and it it doesn't just affect. Obviously, it's affecting your sport, but it affects your personal life, your working life. It just affects everything. So I just hope he's got good support around him, and and he just can, can see the upside because it, it will put a stop to a lot of things. Can, can I um, ask, Daniel, how long have you had it and have you recovered fully? Um, well, I don't think you can ever fully recover, Loz, because it's just it's a bit like arthritis. It's always there. There's no real cure for it. And even when they cut out whatever they're going to cut out of him, he's, he's going to have to have more and more surgery to fix what, what they've done. Um, I've had it for oh, not... Eight or nine years, and and I'm I'm doing really well. I have a an infusion every six weeks, and go to the hospital and have some meds for a few hours, and mm. and it puts me back on track. But I was uh, when I first got it, I was in and out of hospital for uh, four months on yeah. on end, and just in, and did out, they in, diagnose out, in, it straight out. away, or did you just like what happened to you? How, how did you? What symptoms did you have? And then 
No, How it's probably not like dog, that in the morning talk. Well, if people are eating their breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so well, well, obviously that happens. And then how long did you wait until you went and saw a doctor? Oh, I, I had a few other things going on with the arthritis as well. And my specialist right. said, well, if this is going on, this could be um, this. So let's get you looked at. And, um, yeah, I, then I was diagnosed with it. And I went on all sorts of different medicines and steroids and, I lost oh, 20, 27, 28 kilos, Jeez. and I was only like 70 kilos at the time, so I never had any to give away. And so getting down to, what, 48, 49, 50 kilos, because you, you can't keep anything in, like anything you eat, yeah, it just goes straight through you. Water, through you, everything through Like nice. It's probably lucky for him because he knows where the toilets are at Cogra. But I'm a truck driver, so I had to make sure I knew where every toilet was yeah. because there's no real warning. And when there is, you don't have any chance to just, oh, yeah, I'll wait. Like, no, you got to go, you got to go. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I just hope he's got all the support around him because he, he was having a good year and obviously his mum was pretty on the TV and everyone was rallying around him, but it'll, uh, it'll be tough to see him come back. Yeah, well, after you've explained that to me, yeah, I can understand why um, uh, Cody uh, needs that that support because, and like, you think when you get tackled, like, if you got one in in the stomach, yeah, like that's that's where your bowel is and that's where everything is, and and he might have the surgery and he might be all good, but I'm telling you, if you got a whack in the stomach, uh, especially if you, you know being hit by kick out or something like that, mm, good luck. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I just oh. hope he gets it, gets it all sorted and, and gets on with life. There's far more to it than that. Well, Daniel, appreciate you giving us some perspective on it. As we know, he's out for the season as he tries to recover from this condition. But uh, all power to you, mate. And it sounds like all things considered, you're going pretty well. Um, mate, I really appreciate the call. Thanks heaps. No worries, boys. Last night in the delayed Dubai Desert Classic final round, Rory McIlroy, a birdie on the last, ensured a one-stroke victory. He finished 19 under par, one ahead of Patrick Reed, 18 under. Lucas Herbert, the Aussie, was third, 16 under par. And Minwoo Lee was tied for 13th to finish 11 under par and eight shots off the pace. Yesterday, on Championship Sunday in the US, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 and will play the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl after the Eagles beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-7. In the Cricket Awards last night, the Allen Border medal went to Steve Smith, the Belinda Clark Award, Beth Mooney, the two premier players in the men's and women's, as far as Australian cricket was concerned, over the previous 12 months. The Shane Warne Men's Test Player of the Year was given to Usman Khawaja, uh, the men's one-day international player of the year to David Warner and the T20 international player of the year to Marcus Stoinis. The women's one-day international player of the year award went to Beth Mooney and the T20 international player of the year was Talia McGrath and the Bradman Young cricketer of the year to tear away WA quick Lance Morris. Uh, give us a call, 1353 Send us a text, 0419767272. Loz, love this story in the Courier-Mail today in uh, regards to the Broncos. Uh, reports in the Courier-Mail that Wayne Bennett spoke to Alan Langer to try and lure him to be trainer at the Dolphins. So this rivalry, this will just give it a good kick along. 
Uh, also, the Bronx are playing trials on the Sunshine Coast, an area that the Dolphins are focusing on for development and, I guess, for mm. to grow their support and fan base as well. But imagine if Bennett was able to pinch Alfie. Over to the Dolphins. Oh, it doubt. would have been war. Oh, it would have been war, but I doubt whether <laughs> Alfred leave the Broncos. Yeah, very well entrenched in that organisation. Arguably the greatest ever player, their greatest ever player. Um, and he and Wayne have got such a strong relationship that I couldn't you know, you know, see Wayne asking Alf whether he'd be interested in coming across. But I think in the end of the, at the end of the day, Alfie um, is a Bronco, will be a Bronco for the rest of his life. And the other important factor too is... If he's not his best mate, he's close to it, Kevy Walters. So they've got a, a massive hmm. um, relationship which goes back to their childhood when they both grew up in Ipswich. They both um, get on so well. The families get on really well. Um, and Wayne would be stirring the pot a little bit. And it just sort of... I know they've got the book of feuds down here in Sydney with Easts and the, the Roost, uh, East and South Sydney, but there might be a little bit of a a book of feuds going on up there in Queensland between the Dolphins and the Broncos. It's good stuff. Just I love it. Pump it up. Exactly right. Embrace and they the are. hate. They're, they're trying to <laughs> entice people from the Broncos or have supported the Broncos to go over and support the Dolphins. The Broncos had a win, it appears as well, that Herbie Farnworth looks like he will re-sign with the Broncos after all. And that would mean he'd be shunning bigger money offers from elsewhere as well, according to reports. It's still yet to be signed. Uh, but uh, reports indicate that'll be the case. And that's interesting, Oz, because Farnworth wants to play fullback. Obviously, Reese Walsh is there. Mm. So I wonder if it's a concession that, well, he probably won't play fullback and he's happy to you know kick along in the centres. Well, uh, again, it comes down to your preference of where you want to play, but then the financial reward as well. Um, but you also want to be in a program that you think is going to have success. So that's a, a tick for Kevy if they're prepared to stay because they believe they're on the right path. And Herbie Farmworth has developed into a, a an attacking centre with great footwork and speed who I'm sure a lot of clubs would be interested in. Um, he came across here from England, got an opportunity with the Broncos, and he's grabbed it with both hands. And I think a lot of people see... If you play fullback or play five eight or play in the halves or hooker, that, that's where you tend to be rewarded financially. Mm. Uh, but that's not always the case. That's not always the case. He was good at the and World Cup, wasn't he? And sometimes your best position is where um, the coach thinks it is, not where you think you want to play. There's a lot of things that go into playing different roles in a footy team. But Herbie Farmworth, uh, he's impressed in the World Cup, he impressed last year for the Broncos, and if he's about to re-sign with the Broncos, it's a vote of confidence in them. We've got Macca. G'day, Macca. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah. Long time next week, mate. You all good? Yeah, yeah. I just got back from Europe, you know. Oh, doing it uh, tough. I took my, yeah, I took my uh, two boys and my wife, uh, and I surprised my two boys that we're going to go watch Liverpool, Man United, Real Madrid, and Barcelona game. And honestly, the best group I've ever experience there's a lot of uh, saving a lot of a long time and it's all worthwhile at the end of the day and i'm just grateful for an opportunity to go experience something like that and uh, it was just amazing what you see in after compared australian to overseas australia is without a doubt the best and the most beautiful country in the world you know and uh yeah just but soccer football wise over there it's just another level what, Over there. what what stadium struck out uh, stuck out to? Uh, <laughs> without a doubt, Liverpool. You yeah. never walk alone. This song, you know, 
honestly, me just talking about it, getting goosebumps now, you know. It's just amazing. And plus, I went there also for my older son. He got invited to one of the clubs in Europe. And I actually actually quite impressed with him. And I actually wanted him to stay. But my problem is, yep, you need a European passport. And uh, for him to stay there, yep, meet my family there, get a job, get that, it's not easy. So then on my way back, went straight to Bali for a week. And uh, yeah, awesome. I loved it. Sounds like yeah. you've done it tough. Great stuff. No, no. No, I definitely enjoyed every moment. I've got to start working overtime now to get all the money back. <laughs> no, but it's all good, man. You uh, know. As long as you enjoyed it, Macca, that's the main thing. Well, you only live once. So, 100%. Uh, right, buddy. Enjoy it's not a it, man. You know, money comes and goes in life, you know, but if you can experience it, go for it, you know. Very I mean, I'm, I'm grateful I could uh, experience the opportunity with my family. I worked hard all my life, and yeah. Uh, thanks God for everything there. So I'd definitely love to go again, but it'll be a long time. <laughs> it'll be a long time. We'll start so saving in, up, Macca. Uh, another 10 years, mate. <laughs> good on you. Thanks for the call. No worries. Have a good day, See you, guys. mate. Same to you. See you, mate. We've got Adam. G'day, Adam. How are you, mate? I'm well. Welcome back. Oh, good to be back, mate. Oh, well, after you have two months off, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> Best job in the world, you blokes. <laughs> two months? No, it wasn't two Five months. weeks, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, five weeks. Felt like yeah. five days. Oh, please, Michael. <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael. <laughs> I'm happy to be back, buddy. Put it uh, that way. <laughs> well, talking about yourself, I know it was a bit of a little thing up there in the, the, the Sunshine Coast. The People's Publican, I must say, I, before I get on to my real subject, yeah. him, Boxing Day, we know about the People's Publican and all his engagements and all that. Yep. Boxing Day races, Queen, and back to the Hotel Queen. Three of his exes all together. Oh, didn't he cop it? Michael, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got nothing, honestly. You, oh, and mate, if he was a celebrity, he would have been hung out the dry. Oh, people's public. I couldn't stop laughing. Funniest day in my life. Oh, dear. Oh, the three of them just unloaded uh, one after the other. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good mate. Yeah. I'm sure you would have jumped in to help him and said, my girls, just settle down here. Oh, one person jumped in, the the, the, the big the big gun yeah. the bottle of like, yeah and it was all too late it's uh, just one after the other just unloading on Paul oh, Matthew yeah. oh, sorry, I mean the people's public and I won't say he's real mate yeah. <laughs> I, I hope he's listening anyway because it was funny oh, thanks, thanks, thanks very much for your day uh, now what do you want pal <laughs> I'm not too sure now I'm laughing at you uh, <laughs> nah Mitchell Mays he'll, he'll get a tiger won't he Clarky Matt I reckon he's going to stay at Para. I, I, I think he's I think he's a paraboy through and through. It seems like there is going to be a, a difference financially, but I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's going to be enough for him to walk away from para. I reckon Luke Brooks will get him over the line, best mates. So they're always going to finish their career together. And yeah. I, this is all I'm, I reckon they'll go back there together. What does that do for Dewey? Mm. Melbourne. Melbourne. And I say that up. Well, where are they going to fit him? What position? Yeah, where's he going to play? Yeah. Uh, the one's still got to come back yet, doesn't he? You never know, mate. You never know. Yeah, no, no. no I like it could be good, it could be good 14, too. Don't think. Yeah, no. Cover both spots. Yeah, it'd be interesting, that, because if you've got Moses, are you looking at playing him 5'8", if you keep Brooks? You have to. What do you play Brooks 6? And oh, what no, do you then do with Dewey? Is, is the better combination Moses and Dewey? Yeah. I think Moses. Oh no, nah, Moses. Moses was only go, go if books goes. Moses wouldn't go if books isn't there. Wouldn't No, that's yeah, exactly right. I think yeah. they're all good mates. But yeah. the plot will thicken. Mm. He might just see how they're travelling halfway through the year before he makes a decision too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, 
Buzz indicated, not that Buzz knows everything, but he indicated yesterday that he thinks it's on track. Um, Parramatta to resign. Oh, Buzz would know. He's a good, pretty good judge. He's, well, he's, he's here to the ground, close. that's what I mean. But I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't know, he'll make it up, that's for sure. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be to you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a given. That's a no-brainer. Oh, good luck, boys. No. Have a good year. Yeah, you good too, to speak to you, buddy. Appreciate it, mate. I used to have a mate who used to revel in that, actually. He'd walk into a bar and see, you know, a couple of people who he yeah. used to you know, fraternise with. Loves it. And, we, yeah, would really would love pointing it out. Whereas I reckon I'd run Go the, the other, other, way. other, other yeah, yeah, direction. Yeah. Quick smart. Yeah, I'd get out of there pretty quick. So come on, fill us in just before we go to the break. Yeah. What was the big drama? Because I didn't see it all. I had it on in the background for about 20 minutes or so last night. So you, your favourite show, Maths. Well, Harrison so, and Bronte. I, were I did on see. Last night. You already got their names. Yeah. No, so Harrison's, <laughs> Harrison's the bloke a builder. who has. <laughs> Who has no? He's got a bit of swagger, Harrison. Oh, a bit of swagger. A bit of swagger. The bit I saw, the guy has no lack of confidence. Put it that way. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Look, I think he was great. He's just being himself. I saw the part where you know, somewhere he was standing at the front, waiting mm. for his so-called bride to walk down. Yeah. And this is not husband, uh, mums and dads again, is it? Are these? Are these the you know? No, the, the no, 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 different. No, this yeah. is different. Back to how it used this to be. Back yeah. to the normal, the normal, one. younger. Okay. And who was Bride and groom. Okay. And someone pointed out to him, you know, you're very lucky. And yeah. his response was, well, she's pretty lucky. Something <laughs> <laughs> the dude said. Yeah. Well played. Well played. Oh. He got some swagger about it. I oh. like him. The way he said yeah. it, pup, it yeah. wasn't. Oh, oh, but anyway, so anyway. So, so, so Bronte was the bride. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. So at the reception, mm-hmm. one of Bronte's the, after girlfriends. The marriage? Yeah, one of obviously. Bronte's girlfriends. All right, you could see her at the church, and she was uncomfortable at the church. Yeah. So one of her friends was invited to the wedding, but another one of this girl that was invited to the wedding's friends was having relations with with Harrison. Mm. And then she said to um, Bronte, this is what's happening, and Bronte fronted him, and he, he sort of... Not went to water, but he he sort of started to confess a little. Well, is bit. this not an example that the show is a setup? So people are going on just because it's a TV show, and they've actually no, in a relationship real, off real. the show. It's real. Oh, this this yeah. this is, sounds to me like it's yeah. Of course, he's in a relationship off the show. He's just yeah. going on the show for get his money. Well, get that's a bit what of he said. He said he's off. had multiple relationships. Yeah. Before he went into the show, mm-hmm. and he just didn't know whether. He was. It was going to work out on the show, mm-hmm. so he just wanted to to keep arms length, just in case. Oh, if I you think know that's what I mean. no. I, there was another show that I think's finished. I don't know what it was, and there was. I like, might have been The Bachelor. There was three people on The Bachelor, oh. and the show's been finished for a day, and all of a sudden, Didn't watch the two, Bachelor this two out of the three have broken yeah. up. Yeah. Did I read that correctly? Yeah, yeah you're right. I saw so that. The materiality TV mate. Yeah. It's all made up. It's all just fun and games, Loz. No, it's not. Not maths. Zero truth. Serious. Mate, the guy's probably an actor. There you go. He's probably a no, paid a actor. He's a builder. Oh, no, he's telling you he's a builder. <laughs> well, he's also telling the chick that he wants to marry her. Well, I can guarantee you. <laughs> he, he, it's a paid actor for sure. He is a dollar one to be the absolute villain within a week. And he's... Mate, you need villains. Oh, well, he's... You need it. heroes and villains. And he's a villain. There'll be a lot of people out there that like Harrison. 
Thanks for the update, Lawson. Go the anyway. Tigers. Can we talk footy? The Big Sports Breakfast Lunch. It's back again Friday, February 24. And this year it's being hosted by the ATC at the brand new $46 million wink stand there at Raw Ramwick. Join the Big Sports Brekkie team and special guests from Racing HQ as well as Sporting and Racing Royalty. It's always a great afternoon and tickets are on sale via, via the ATC's website right now. So just head to australianturfclub.com.au to secure your seat today. Adam Pengilly, very good morning to you. How are you? Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. I'm a bit worried that Laws is going to talk about his math stories at the lunch. It's going to be a bit of an issue, I reckon. Oh, Did you watch yeah. it last night? You'll have an up- no, Laws. Seriously. Like, he, he must be the only middle-aged bloke who just wants the tennis to finish so maths can come on. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I, good I, point. I do. I, I, I don't know. I, it just, it's just a show that I've loved to enjoy. You are different. You're a different cat. Uh, no, I wouldn't say I'm different. Yeah, anybody that's taping three reality TV shows, or two because they can't watch all three at once, yeah. is, is different. It's somewhat strange, I would call you. No, I don't think I am. Ironing, like ironing. Out the back with a long neck. That's I a little do, strange as well. That. I don't do that all the time, Michael. It's only Fridays. I don't do that all the time. <laughs> I've done it occasionally. There's a couple of examples. No, Walking was... backwards down a hill. Yes, because of a knee. There's, there's, there's three that I can think of. <laughs> little different. It's a compliment. Yeah, yeah, I like to be unique. Yeah, you're one of a kind. Be different. You're one of a kind. You're outside the square. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's a good thing. Uh, unique. Pengilly. Uh, how did Nature Strip go? Yeah, it was good, Clarky, yesterday. That trial at Warwick Farm yesterday morning probably did everything we expected him to do, being a, obviously a, you know, one of the best sprinters mm. in, the, in, in the world. An 800-metre short course trial, he's going to lead them up and, and look really sharp. So he looked pretty good there at the trial yesterday. I just want to see him get back to his best. I think it's probably fair to say he he definitely dropped a rung or two last spring, and whether that was due to the fact he had that, you know, obviously enormous campaign over to Royal Ascot last year, winning the Kingstand Stakes, I'm not too sure. But he's getting on with age, obviously, as well. But Chris Waller will follow a very familiar pattern for him, first up in the Lightning Stakes, and he'll target the TJ Smith Stakes third up, which we know is traditionally his best run of a campaign. Trying to win that race for four years in a row, wouldn't that be incredible if he can manage to achieve that feat? So he looked good in that trial there yesterday. Of the horses in behind him, I thought they all looked pretty good there. Fiber and the Golden Super winner looked like she's come back relatively well. I thought Zaki's September run were good. And Durson in secret given some nice, quiet trials. So I think all those horses can tick off that trial there yesterday. I just want to make a quick mention, boys, of a, of a two-year-old who went around yesterday in a trial called Lazago. Obviously a, a filly from the Chris Waller yard who, who won a Saturday race in town going back a few weeks ago. I think she might be a bit of a smoky heading towards the Golden Super. I thought she trialed really nicely again there yesterday. Not quite sure how much depth's going to be out of that. Her, her first start win, obviously the third horse came out and won at Scone last Friday. It's only Scone we're talking about at the moment. So I think she's definitely improved heading towards some of the big Phillies races, um, tracking towards the Golden Slipper. After Cabin is a dollar eighty with Tab all in for the Eskimo Prince on Saturday. It's short, Jared, isn't it? Um, it's relatively short. I, I've got to say, he's, he's a very talented horse and he's looked good in his recent trial, but... For his first start run, I suggest that's probably a little bit on the shortish side. And we, we saw what he did in the spring. He came a long way in a very short space of time. We know that Godolphin have a huge opinion of him. And unfortunately, had that bleeding attack uh, en route to the Caulfield Guineas in track work. So he missed that Group 1 race. And obviously, it worked out well for his stalemate, Golden Mile. But I think the order might be his campaign. So James is obviously very bullish about him uh, racing well this campaign. Very keen to see him kick off in the Eskimo Prince. I wouldn't be diving into the short price at the moment. But no doubt there's some racing in store. If he comes back well, he'll be winning races. Uh, throughout the Autumn Carnival. Will we see Bella Nipotina take part in the new Quokka race, which is being run over there at Ascot in April? I just love the name, don't you, Lord? Mm, the Quokka. Quokka. It's Quokka. worth a bit of money too, isn't it? 
$4 million. $4 million. So it's going to be... I'm it's a slot race, this, isn't it? Yeah, it is a slot yeah. race, Jared. That's right, yep. So I'm very keen to see if this concept gets off the ground and, and really grows some legs. And you'd have to say, by getting a horse of Bella Nipotina's stature to commit to the race is probably a pretty decent feather in the cap. We saw what she did last spring winning the Manicado Stake. She's obviously a Group 1 performed sprinter. Uh, she'll be one of the headline horses heading across to the west to contest that clock, along with Amelia's Jewel. I think she's already confirmed for that race too. So they're the two headliners at the moment. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, we, we've seen a slots race with the Everest work well over here. We've seen one up there in, in Queensland get a bit of traction, albeit for not, nowhere near as much prize money. But $4 million, that's a lot of money to race for over there in the west. So I'd imagine they get probably a few horses from the eastern seaboard to head across. And uh, Belinda Nipotina is going to be the big ticket heading across to Perth for that race in April. And I just see, keep an eye out too, amongst the nominations for Saturday is a certain mare, pretty she's wild. She's back. Yep, she's back. You know? As promised last week. Mm. What yeah. happened last night, Clarky? Uh, probably not good that we talk about this, Adam. Wasn't happy. Don't know. She, apparently she just she just took off out of the gates and... Fierce. Was yeah. the first time she's led yep. in her career. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, she she did jump well, um, but probably ridden upside down. Wasn't a great run for her. Mm. Picked up a little niggle as well, so she's had a bit of a break. Oh, okay. But they reckon right. she's. Um, I didn't see the stewards report. Yeah, they reckon she's she's mm. back. Okay. I, want to, I want to see you in the mountain yard giving some riding instructions. Then yeah, <laughs> there'll be none of that. <laughs> sure be, like, right. I think you can tell in my voice. I'm not going to be critical of anyone. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see <laughs> at the top of that list, not the bottom of it. But yep, I'm not here to criticise. That's for sure. Okay, very She'll good. be right. Lock her in, Saturday. Excellent. Thank you, Adam. See you, boys.